Welcome to the Quick Stop F1 podcast. My name is Mario, and you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate it. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Music, make sure to drop the five stars. Make sure to leave those reviews. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the Quick Stop F1 podcast for content like this. And make sure to drop a like and a comment. We love to see those comments. And I know that Tasha and I both go over them and read them. Um, <laughs> we also have a Patreon if you want ad-free content, exclusive access to merch, and just overall a real good time over there with the community. Mm -hmm. um, we are here. I know it's a bye week, but I am here joined with, look, I don't do this, but they call her a Nepo baby. But this is just so they don't. This is just so we don't realize that she was created in a lab by Nyasha and Tandy. <laughs> she speaks fluent French after one glass of wine, maybe, probably. We, oui. we, oui. yeah. You see, if Toto overpromises and upgrades one more damn time, she will write a very, very, very strongly worded email. If you think you're good at taking point of taking notes, you have not read hers. I won't say anything else. Please welcome or say hello once again to my dynamic, insightful, hilarious, and overall great human co-host. It's Tasha, a.k.a. The Glossier. Hello. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. You're right about I, the email. You're definitely right about the email because Toto, so, I so. he's on my shit list. <laughs> <laughs> definitely right about the note-taking. Yeah, um, I've seen it firsthand. Yeah, firsthand. She has a yeah. lot of thoughts. I gotta get him on the page. You know, I gotta get him mm -hmm, out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. How are you? <laughs> I am doing very well. I am yeah. confused why you're okay with like recording a podcast with me when there's not a race weekend. But you know, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see if this works out. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I. I am. Too. I mean, there's no uh, race going on, but F1, is, there's always something going on. You know what I mean? Like always, we're always, always fed. So yeah, oh, lots to talk I about. Think, I think, I think we all, you know, deep down, I think we just love the drama, love the slop. You know? Yeah. yeah. Days I know. I know content. I I know people who make content love it, it but yeah. I, <laughs> I crave it. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know you're probably listening to this maybe on a Saturday morning or maybe on a Sunday morning, but Tasha and I are recording this during happy hour. So we are both cheers. happy and in this hour. Mm -hmm. So cheers to everyone. If you are drinking early in the morning to drink with us, there is no judgment. This is a judgment-free zone. Yeah. And you can also have so, a mocktail. So no pressure. Also, you don't have to, you don't also, have, to have a drink. Yeah. yeah. We don't have to drink to have fun or be cool here. Mm -hmm. guys. It's all, it's all, <laughs> it's all good. Um, yeah. So there is no quality to talk about, but right. there is a previous quality to talk about. Yes. Tasha, yes, and that car that's very excited. Did you hear that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every it's time fine, we talk, it's, it's like somebody's like just down the street. Like everybody has an opinion, Tasha. Everybody has an opinion. Right, Not right, everybody right. has a podcast, so they're trying to like get in this <laughs> podcast. It's just like my dog, except my dog just wants the camera time. Oh, there she, there she is. She's chilling. Um, <laughs> because I have terrible memory, and you have both yeah. good memory and great note taking. Mm -hmm. I think you have a little bit of info on how we did with our qualifying predictions from last podcast. Yeah. So last podcast, uh, Mario and I, you know, we talked about the British GP and we kind of like gave our predictions at the end. 
we both predicted a podium. So mine was Max, of course, Lewis and George for like the Mercedes 2-3. Mario, your podium was Max, Leclerc, and then Norris. And somehow between the two of us, we got the entire podium just like, yes. <laughs> so yeah i thought that was kind of fun like our our prediction came true so well to an extent um hey hey, hey, hey. co-host team (laughs) we get we get two tries put them together it's we did it we did did it it. we nailed it yeah we did it look at us look at us do you think do you think do you think um because i think Mm -hmm. um i think i put a little bit too much faith on that ferrari yeah do you think how do you feel about specifically because mm-hmm. I, I don't feel great about the my personal Leclerc pick. How do you feel about the Russell pick? Well, I mean, to be honest, like I, I had confidence in, in George. I feel like mm-hmm. he's always really strong in the races, the same as Lewis. And I didn't I really didn't put it past them to get that two, three. The yep. only kind of wrench in the plan were the McLarens. And, you know, I think I remember saying something like, um, you know, I wouldn't. I I can see the McLarens doing well in the race just based off of how they did in quali, but I don't think anybody mm-hmm. really pictured that race pace being like as no. fast as it was. So no. if they weren't there, I would have been right. But you know, damn, that's a great point. Tell them, <laughs> tell them, tell them. You got the, you don't have the crystal ball, but you still predict. Right. Like, saw, you don't need just, the crystal ball. Yeah. So I mean, and I kind of have to retract, not like a big retraction, but just like a little retraction of um. You know, Mercedes, because, like, we were frustrated. I was frustrated last race, just, like, mm-hmm. with the minuscule update package that they brought. But, you hey, know, it actually... Over-promises. Over-promises. <sighs> Band and of my deli- They delivered, but I think they over... <laughs> I think to your to your, yeah. to your your defense, they, they promised. Yeah. They over... I think they over-promised and delivered something okay, but they over-promised. And right. that's... that's yeah, that's tough to deal with. Yeah. So that's why I was ready to fight Toto last week. So but <laughs> I feel a little bit better now that I've seen like the telechromy and like other like little stats about the race pace. I'm like, oh, okay, it's not, you know, we didn't do that bad, but yeah, it's like, yeah, I feel like we can do better. That's my, that's my thing. I just you want, know who else you know, feels I just want do us better. to do better. <laughs> Leclerc feels Ferrari could do better. I don't oh, know that man. I agree, but he yeah. does. I don't know why I picked Leclerc. I think it's his eyes. I think his eyes. Yeah, I think I'm. Pro- I probably saw a picture of Leclerc mm. before we recorded, and I was like, "Oh, you are enamored." That dreamy shit. He can make it. <laughs> he can make it. You know. You believe in but, him, but <laughs> I agree. In his, I, I think I believe in his eyes. Yeah. Um, they're sad eyes res- though. He's like somebody who, like, you know, when time. he smiles, you really can see the pain. You know, <laughs> like there's just I don't get how he's. Uh, I just don't Put understand how he's so upbeat. And I'm like, look at the team that you're in. Like, how are you it's not like in it's, nonstop no, no, no. It's, therapy? It's the millions and millions and millions and millions and millions yeah. of dollars. It's it's yeah, it's that's bad. true. Also living in Monaco, also <laughs> being kind of good looking, also <laughs> the Ferrari thing. Yeah. Also, yeah, he's got reasons. I think. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Race day is another story. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think to 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 like because we're not here to talk about like the last race or anything. But last thing I'll say right. is that I agree with you 100. percent I think yeah. nobody could have predicted what McLaren did. Yeah, they came Even out the gate like strong, they, and I when they were battling with Max at the start, I was like, okay, was not expecting that. Like very just, aggressive start, and then very Lando enjoyable. leading like three laps. I just I was like, okay, yeah. this is I'm here for this. It's just exciting. Yeah. I mean, like the the at the end of the day, the problem right now with F1 is just that like Max wins all the races. And 
the fun is happening from P2 down. And it really is. Like, each race could be potentially, like, a different race winner or a different podium uh, mixture. So I even saw an article somewhere. I don't know if it was, like, Autosport or what, but it was, like, the headline was basically, like, F1 would be so fun without Max. And I was just like, damn. But, like, it's true. Let me me just say, let me just say, because... because then then it's like oh they're hitting on max but but in right. reality, i don't think that's what they're trying to reality, say yeah. i think i think it's a fair statement it's not about yeah. max verstappen it's just about we have this championship and we have this right. person at the top by so much right. that if we it, you know if we squint and we miss max and mm-hmm. we talked about this last podcast i think if we if we predict two three and four yeah. like it's tight it's really tight yeah. it's actually a toss-up but yeah. right now, you know, Max Max is always getting first, and yeah. and that's not, you know, I think no I think we'd be been great, yeah. Exactly. If 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 Alonso was always first, if mm-hmm. if even if Norris was always first, we would still be saying like, I guess you know, cool for Norris, but like, let's talk about right. two, three, and four. Especially so just, when you do have some, that yeah. mix up happening in the midfield and like the you know the second, third, fourth place is so tight, like mm-hmm. it it does kind of make you wonder like. What could what season could we be having right now if it was just more of like a toss up, you know, each week, each week we'd be all like just talking like big shit and like hoping it came yeah. true, you know, yeah. so I don't know what I will Can't say hate the man for winning, though. Yeah, no, I don't know. Did, <laughs> yeah. did you watch? I'm sure you did. But did you watch the Drive to Survive? Right. Yeah. So um, watching Drive to Survive at the first seasons, if not just the first season when Mercedes mm-hmm. didn't participate. It yeah. was super interesting because they would give you this super eat it up. Like I ate it up. People eat it up. I eat it up. It's delicious. Um, right. This storyline, but then you would hear when they when it was a race, you would hear suddenly during the race, Lewis Hamilton wins the race. Mm-hmm. But then Lewis wasn't participating in Drive to Survive, so we were talking about everybody else. Right. And it gives me the same vibe that Drive to Survive. For example, next season, it's just going to be like, Max won. But look at all of this other stuff happening right. over here. Yeah, they're yeah, going to have yeah. to go back to the original point of Drive to Survive, which is to kind of give us the midfield perspective, mm-hmm. which is like, I think that's why the season one was my favorite season and what actually got me into being yeah. more interested. Because Same. I'm like, oh, Same. all these teams are struggling like shit, you know, to even afford to be here. So it is interesting seeing the midfield story uh, kind of be, you know, come to light, come to the main focus. So I, yeah, I agree. Like this, this upcoming season is probably if they're smart, they're going to need to focus a little bit more on like the midfield stuff. But I feel like they've got a lot of uh, cool stories to choose from because there is a lot of interesting things happening kind of from, like I said, P2 down. So, yeah. And we will discuss some of that. (laughs) So a really good story, I would think the drive to survive has and a little bit about what they were doing at a certain place at a certain time. Mm. Um, but we we <laughs> do have to go to an ad, but before we do, mm-hmm. and this is coming from both Tasha and I, and we are very um we we want this really bad, not not really bad, but like we we would really want you guys to like participate in the conversation now because not you guys, you all um participate in the conversation now because I think Tasha and I have been talking about this as well as Chris about recording during bye weeks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that gives us the opportunity to read predictions that you all have uh, with regards to qualifying. So mm-hmm. 
Tasha came up with the idea of the time, not time limit, but sort of deadline of when to tweet out your quality predictions. And then we'll talk about them during an episode. So what was the deadline again? Uh, By FP3, I feel like if you guys send us some of your quality predictions, we can talk about them on air when we record on Saturdays. So if you want your tweet included or if you have any like predictions, let Mm -hmm. us know and then we'll kind of talk about it and... Yeah. And I think I think Tasha's idea of FP3 is like at the end of FP3 is perfect yeah. because it gives you enough information to like if yeah. you want to put out a if you want to put out a copium like Louis number <laughs> one, George number two, DNF Max, all good. But if you yeah. want to put like an educated guess on like what we've seen during practices and, yeah. and then tweet out like your your thoughts on qualifying, uh, we'll do our best to read out the mm-hmm. the best ones. Yeah. And with that said, time for an ad break. <laughs> and we are back so one of the things you know we don't have a race to discuss like like we talked about earlier but tasha mentioned f1 is the the gift that keeps on giving so what we're gonna do um is go over somewhat of a in case you missed it news roundup type deal yeah um and tasha and i uh chose some topics to to bring up some of them, I guess you all can tell us how interesting they are. But yeah. with that said, Tasha, what do you have for us first? Yeah. So, you know, again, these are kind of like in case you missed it. Um, I've been kind of interested in Red Bull and sort of the powertrain situation. They've been very vocal. They, as in Horner and Max, have both kind of been vocal about the engines and Um, You know, as you guys know, they're going to be making their own for 2026 when those regulations kick in. And there were some reports that potentially they're behind schedule. Um, It looks like their engine might be like 10 horsepower uh, below their target. So, you know, it's interesting because obviously Horner is going to do his best to lobby to to make changes if he feels like that might help the team. Um, But I think he should take a little dose of his own medicine and just like, you know, fix your engine. So... (laughs) Is that fix, is, is fix your fucking statement? engine? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was I, I wasn't gonna say it for you. <laughs> um. Sp- so speaking of, um, I brought a little bit of some has slop because I don't know what my problem is. Um. But Gunther Steiner was asked on the future of his driver lineup and the car in general. And Gunther said, I don't spend a lot of time on it. We need to obviously do it. And we will get our drivers confirmed as soon as possible. He also added, as I said before, I am pretty happy with our driver lineup now. And with regards to upgrades, he said, we have got some little bits coming for Hungary. We have nothing for Spa. But then after the summer, we could have some upgrades coming. And, you know, definition of insanity. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll, let's just run it back, everybody. It worked last year. It's working now. Let's just run it back, everybody. (laughs) In other news. (laughs) (laughs) Some news. Uh, So we have basically a situation happening in Singapore with property tycoon and billionaire Ong Ben Singh, who basically brought us a a Singapore GP. No, 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 no. Stop. You pronounce that name like like a pro. Well, I just you. I just want people I did to not realize want to mess that up. 
You did not. Car- I, I am sorry to interrupt, but <laughs> 10, 10, 10 out of 10. Carry on. Sorry. Uh, merci beaucoup. Um, so anyway, he basically, he is under notice of arrest for <laughs> potential corruption charges. And basically, they're going to have him surrender his passport when he gets back to Singapore. Um, the reason why this is interesting is because he pays 40% of the fees for the Singapore GP with Singapore, the country, um, paying the other 60%. So... I'm just going to say if you've got tickets, if you've got plans to go to Singapore for that <laughs> Grand Prix, keep your antennas up for the story. I don't know how it's going to develop, but I just I figure if you got to surrender your your passport um, to the authorities, you potentially are in some trouble. So <laughs> um, just, you know, when you're booking tickets at the end, they ask you like refundable or not refundable. Yeah. Singapore GP people refund, yeah. refund. Yeah. <laughs> in other news. Look, Yuki Tsunoda had an interview with TotalMotorsport.com. <laughs> Yuki Tsunoda said, I am really happy with the Red Bull family. Yuki said, I feel comfortable here. I am able to just be myself. <laughs> he also said, if there's an opportunity to go to Red Bull, that will be amazing. But like I said, I am not thinking too much about 2024, and there's not much reason to go outside AlphaTauri. Kill me. Kill me now. Tasha, you have permission. This is on a podcast. So just show this to the court. Right. Just kill me. Just... Oh, no, not the assisted suicide. <laughs> please, please say something. Please just go with your next topic because I don't want to think about this anymore. All right. Well, speaking of people <laughs> who get on our nerves, um, our buddy, Stefano Domenicale, he basically has a new proposal for Sprint Weekends. Um, he wants to create a Grand Slam award for the next sprint races for next year, um, basically to bring a little bit of further excitement to race weekends. He says, quote, there is a proposal that I would like to make in line with the concept of the Grand Slam. It is that drivers who take the two poles and the two race wins over the weekend should be recognized with something extra, which represents well, the sporting enterprise they have achieved. Cause that's exactly what will make sprint races a lot more exciting. (laughs) Mario, what are your thoughts on that? Crazy thought. Insane thought. Insane take. Insane take. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Instead of wasting... I I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Instead of using precious time to come up with a grand slam of a Mm -hmm. trophy where, good job, you are incredibly dominant, maybe we we put a little bit of time into, like, competition. Healthy competition. That's crazy. I think it's crazy. I know. You might be onto something. Take a drink. Let's take a drink. I, yeah. <laughs> do we, uh, sh- it, like, like yeah. a Grand Slam in baseball is is a super rare occurrence mm-hmm. where where a lot of things have to line up, but it can happen for everybody. Right. It can happen for everybody. Right. Oh, not everybody, but at least like good batters, <laughs> whatever. Good good luck, good batters. I think I don't know enough about tennis, but I know that there is a Grand Slam in tennis. And I'm and I and I'm pretty sure that it's winning a, a bunch of different events. Yes, right. All four for the year. Yeah. So so th- that's dope. Like you yeah, you show dominance crazy. throughout a whole year whole or like throughout year, yeah. four very important events. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that I think is a result of competitive sports. All that is really re- really really cool, but it's not an award for. You have been dominating and nothing but dominating and dominating and doing domination all the time and winning and winning. That's not that. That's not the spirit right. of the Grand Slam. I think. 
Right. So maybe maybe we work on comp competition instead of like more awards for Max Verstappen because that is right. a Max Verstappen award. Right. Who else? Who else is going to get that award this year? And he doesn't even care about them, which is the like the funniest part is like he could give two shits if he gets another medal or another trophy. Like he's very indifferent to all of it. So I feel like Stefano's idea of like, quote unquote, excitement is just very like out of sync with what the rest of us are looking for. Like we want to see some on track excitement, not not Tasha, more medals. You just, you know? you just, you just <laughs> let's clip that and ship it because <laughs> you like like that is such a that is that is such a great statement about the psychology of him. Yeah, that's what he considers excitement. Right, not twenty cars that can compete against each other or a tight field or like all drivers are relevant. That's not right. exciting. Exciting is. How can we give, and let me, uh, like, I think w we both know, like, when I say Ma that's the Max Verstappen award, mm -hmm. I'm just saying that because that's what this season has been like. Right. So if that award existed this season, and we could talk about this at the end of the season, but I'm pretty sure that if that award existed this season, Max would have all of them. So it's all like, of them. <laughs> how about we compete, bro? How about we just compete? Anyways, um, I thought this was pretty interesting because, you know, I love Ocean's Eleven, therefore I love Brad Pitt. Um, Brad Pitt was in Silverstone along with the filming crew for the new movie that I can't be bothered to remember the name. Apex. But I was, Apex? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are confusing it with Driven by Stallone, but, you know, definitely a different <laughs> concept. Are they? Um, uh, no, definitely different concepts. It's definitely okay. not about an older driver that comes well, back. Well, I meant the confusing the two. <laughs> oh, right, 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 concept, yeah. Look, 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 yeah. look. The only thing that I've read so far is that... Um, Brad Pitt comes back from from an injury or whatever. He comes back into F one, mm -hmm. and and you know feel good movie. He's probably gonna win. My thing is like, bro, you're fifty nine. Right. Like Alonso is you know Alonso in a Red Bull. Right. I don't buy it. Anyways, other than that, <laughs> other than that, um, he showed up at the drivers briefing, and this is relevant because I got some quotes and they're pretty funny to me. Um, his car was on track. Um, and this has been Chris, you and I spoke about earlier where it's like they, they, and I, I read this cause I am not smart enough to like, I think Chris noticed it. I didn't notice it. I read it. Um, they changed the angles of how they presented, uh, the British GP because mm. they had at times the, the apex, uh, car lined up mm -hmm. and, and the most noticeable time is when they're showing the the whole grid lineup before the race starts. Mm -hmm. They were very tight on showing Max Verstappen at not Max, but like the front of the grid. And right. they never showed Valtteri, for example, because Valtteri was 20th and the Apex car was 21st. Um, and they had a whole pretend paddock. Paddock. Paddock? It's fine. <laughs> so so um some some quotes from some drivers. Mm. Lewis who is also an executive producer, mm -hmm. said this was probably the best driver's briefing ever when Brad Pitt showed up. He would say that. <laughs> yeah. Leclerc, and I don't say, I do not put words or feelings in people's mouths or hearts, but I cut a lot of the quote and just called it Leclerc after gushing. If you look at the quote, you will agree that, counter, that counts as gushing. He said, <laughs> they did a bit of a brief of what to expect for the movie. And it's just very exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Brad Pitt is a very nice guy. Gasly posted a selfie. Obviously, it's Gasly. <laughs> and says, I must say, it's not every day you get the chance to see Brad Pitt. 
Fair statement. I True. don't ever see Brad Pitt. Um, <laughs> and then finally, I don't pick on Max. I'm just reading his quote. This is not me right. picking. This is just me reading. Max said, I completely can't be bothered with this. <laughs> he said a bunch of other things. And then he said, I'm actually not that much into it. And I just want to say, I just want to say two, two things. First off, we are going to create a stat. And the stat is when there is a recording of a movie that Lewis Hamilton executive produces, Lewis Hamilton is shooting 100% at getting to the podium. Mm. Number two. 100%, yeah. Number two. <laughs> I've talked a lot of shit on wrestling. Luckily, not on the microphone. But I've mm. talked my shit on wrestling. Mm -hmm. and, and I would outside the recording and thing. You put me next to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm -hmm. And he's like, do you like wrestling? And I'm like, buddy. I love wrestling. <laughs> wrestling is my life. If you go to my apartment and you see what's on the walls, it's all right. wrestling. It's all wrestling. <laughs> I respect that Max um, around Brad Pitt. He's still like, eh. yeah. I hate He's this. a hater I hate first. Everything about He's a hater like, first and a driver second. And listen. I, the hustle. <laughs> In front of Brad Pitt. So he said, none of this shit moves me. And I, you know what I mean? Like, what can you do? What can you say? None of this moves me. None of this shit moves me. Can you Don't ask me about fuck. the race, please? Can you right. ask me about the That's race on my car, please? About. All he cares about, all he wants to talk about hey, is like race and racing. And some racing. And yeah. some racing. <laughs> he loves it. He loves it. This Tasha. movie Hollywood stuff, he could give a shit. Yeah. What's up? Tasha. Yes. They were in the driver's briefing. Mm -hmm. Brad Pitt shows up. Right. What's a really like really common thing about mm -hmm. a job you do or really even this recording of a podcast mm -hmm. that it, and then second question we'll, we'll we'll get back give me a favorite actor or actress just a person you really like to see on the screen mm -hmm. so wait give me the that first question first. is what? that answer first that answer first give me your actor an actor or an actress an actor that i love seeing on screen is christoph waltz who doesn't and like I don't Christopher know. Waltz? Who I, doesn't? I just love him. Okay. So yeah. give me a... Let's just say this podcast. What would be your reaction if suddenly, boop, third window pops up? It's our guy, Christopher mm -hmm. Waltz. Um, I feel like I... Well, Other I'm not like really a fangirl. I'm not a fangirl person. <laughs> so my, yeah. my thing when like celebrities... And I have been in rooms with celebrities. And whenever they come in... I very much am like aware that they're there, but I don't like fangirl. Yeah. So I, cause I, I feel bad. Like there was a point mm -hmm. where I worked at the um, Apple store and one of the locations that I worked in, like it was very close to the airport. So we got like a ton of famous people. We'd have like whole basketball and football teams come in at some, it was really cool. But you, at a certain point you start to see like celebrity is just very like stifling a little bit so you yeah. see people like want pictures and so so i would just always be like i'm cool so i think if like my favorite celebrity I don't, and if, if like christoph waltz came in the room at some point i would definitely talk to him and be like you know hi whatever but like i would not be like losing my shit like outwardly so i, I mean, you know it's good that you say i don't know if that's outwardly. the answer that you want but yeah <laughs> no, no no it's fine it's fine because i would be losing my shit inwardly yeah. And then, hundred percent, yeah. Like, yeah, I love yeah. him, and I'm like, oh my god. I love yeah. that you said Christopher Waltz because I agree. 
Yeah, Kristoff Waltz on because you said on screen, and I'm like, there's. I mean, yeah. but then again, it just really depends on the genre because, like, I'm a very much. I mean, we could talk about this like in depth, but I'm a like thriller action like i love all that shit from like the 90s explosion yeah. speed like keanu reeves like it, it, like oh my god like another come person. on the podcast keanu come on the podcast keanu. he might he loves motorsports so maybe he wants to come hang out with us and have a little well, drink i, I will learn everything yeah. about moto gp <laughs> everything <laughs> for keanu to show up literally everything i will become the fucking the the fountain of knowledge of moto gp Right. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> you gotta show up with the like jacket on the leather jacket for the recording <laughs> everything 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 you can ask me any champion i'll i, I will know it you'll I, know it I, all okay yeah. <laughs> um uh, what what so i guess okay christopher waltz that's a great one um yeah. what's something that you what's a hill that you will die on 10 out of 10 times like max dies on on being a hater regardless of is there oh a sandwich? Con- is there a sandwich ingredient that you love? Do you love pineapple pineapple on pizza? Do no, you pineapple like- doesn't go on pizza. I'll definitely die on that no. hill. hundred thousand percent. Obviously. Like what's wrong with okay. you people? Exactly. There you go. There you go. Similarly, Max dies on the hill of hate everything <laughs> and everyone. Yeah. You know what? That's relatable though. I'm sorry. Like people are a lot. Sometimes you don't want to be dealing with people, and I get that. Imagine, imagine trying to like do your job, and a bunch of people with cameras are like with cameras, like, dude, like, get the fuck out the way. I'm trying to win a race. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying. Um, Tasha, it's time to give the people what they want. It's time to serve serve them the yeah. delicious and <laughs> never consumed in any other sport other than Formula One, good old fashioned slop. So first thing we want, it that. I, I I don't know. Our I think I think it's I think it's like, like I'm not, <laughs> no no no. I am I am like do you put me oh. that you, you you give me that plate of like that drive to survive slop, mm. and I'm like delicious delicious. Give me that same shit next season. I'll have delicious. some more. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like can I have more of the slop, please? Like <laughs> it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Look look look. This is breaking news. This is breaking news. Breaking news, yes. Nick DeVries was let go. What? And this is breaking news because <laughs> I think every media outlet has tweeted at least 25, Danny Rick is back! Yeah. <laughs> Nick DeVries has got the face mush out the way, like, <laughs> our man is back. <laughs> it's they like, don't give a fuck no, about they, that they don't give a fuck. It's like, yeah. no, 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 Danny Rick is here. Did he replace any? Hey, yeah. shush, honey, shush. We don't talk about yeah. it. We, Danny yeah. Rick is back. We don't talk about it if he replaced. So Nick Nick DeVries isn't in Formula One anymore, because yeah. I don't know if anybody has confirmed that. And then he Danny Rick is... He named, apparently. <laughs> The Nick DeVries out, Danny Rick in. Um, yeah. he's into he's in Alpha Tari. I'm sure that all of you are know uh, all of you are aware of this. Um, mm. Tasha and I are here to confirm that Nick DeVries, Nick DeVries was actually a Formula One racer. This isn't something that you hallucinated. This isn't something that the weird gummy that's been sitting <laughs> on the desk for a while that you hit like made you think Nick DeVries happened. Yeah, that's real. I, I'm not happened. sure how much I don't know how much we'll we'll hear of him from now on. Um, I mean, yeah. You and I talked a little bit about Nick DeVries and mm-hmm. his timeline, Tasha. Yeah. What did we I say mean, about that? <laughs> last, so again, back to the uh, just last week, post Folly yeah. Pod, we talked about this. Nick had 
you know, to our knowledge, four races to kind of get his act together. Marco was breathing down his neck, ready to, like, take him out of the team. And lo and behold, the next business day, he was next gone. Like, <laughs> Marco said, you're out. Like, Danny did some uh, tire testing for Pirelli. Um, yep. So I guess his lap times proved w- whatever they needed to see they saw in, in these lap Tasha. times. And yes. Any, any, any random unexpected <gasps> guest during said tire test? Well, you know, so... It's Pirelli tire test, right? Like, how interesting is it? Apparently, and, and Danny Rick that, is a reserve, reserve, reserve driver. Yeah, he's a reserve okay. driver. Okay. Um, so it's a, it's a tire test, right? So it's interesting that Netflix Driver Survive oh. crew was in attendance and happened to capture everything. So basically, like the story kind of is once they saw Danny's times, um, I believe was it Marco called Christian and like. You know, it just triggered this whole series of events. Do you think where... it was FaceTime or like regular call? <laughs> I Do you think Marco pulls up his phone call. to his nose and like Horner <laughs> can only see his nose and he's like, pull the phone back, Marco. Let me ask you, do you, would you want to get a FaceTime call from Voldemort? Like, could you imagine seeing that on your like phone screen? Like no nose, like decaying. I, was just, I would just drop my, I would just drop my phone. I would, I would just be terrified. I just, I, so let's oh, hope for Christian's yeah. sake. But anyway, that's kind of what yeah. it was. So basically, <laughs> some calls were made, things were set in motion, and you know, next thing you know, Nick DeVries is out of a job, and Danny's in. So yeah, it's I, crazy. Uh, we we I, we <laughs> talked about this before the before we mm-hmm. started recording. Yeah, and I was not aware of it. And I need you to give us the timeline. A timeline. The the, mean, the like how it happened with like I'm sorry with with how the news broke oh okay so then that's so, what i meant to say i really yeah, yeah. feel like i'm just like spilling the tea right now like okay so I, and i'm drinking it <laughs> this is what happened um but look really, they like, called me up this <laughs> i know exactly what happened so like i said calls were made defreeze is made aware you know that he's out of a job and this is like in uh to immediate effects so this man's not driving in his home grand prix <laughs> like you're you're done today you're out um, just so you don't even, just so you don't have that conflict of heart right. of whether you're going to be like go in your grand prix, which is going to like go of you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't even bother packing. So, yeah. So then from there, Nick's family apparently contacts the Dutch media. And then this is when kind of all hell breaks loose. And I do remember on Twitter seeing like stories kind of trickle in of like, you know, Danny's in, Nick is out. And then the official F1 account tweeted it. And then Alpha Tower tweeted at the same time, like a couple hours later. So it was fully official by, I think, like the end of Monday or something. Um, well, whatever day it was, Tuesday. So, yeah, it's just like in a whirlwind type of situation. But, yeah, it just goes back to, like we said, like he had four days last time we heard. And now <laughs> it's just sort of like overnight. Races, you're out. Races, yeah. yeah. I mean, but to me, I feel like, how do you feel about this? Like, he's a rookie coming into a team like Alpha Tauri, who, you know, their car is not great. We've talked about this. But, like, how do you feel about him getting cut 10 races into a season? Like, do you think he should have gotten a whole season to prove himself? Or do you think we saw enough? Like, how do, what do you think? I think every I think every driver should get a season. And, I, yeah. and, and like, I won't, I won't, like, I understand negative races doing terrible. Totally yeah. get it. But... It's not like he's on a Ferrari. It's not like he's on a in a Mercedes. It's not like right. he's in the Red Bull. Bro, you're in an Alfa Tari where like 
Yuki is doing his absolute best <laughs> to put that bitch in 11th. Right. Okay? <laughs> Yuki, and I love Yuki. Yuki is, Yuki is praying Shout to every Yuki. god. Mm-hmm. Yuki is like... <laughs> doing every superstition possible he's got every voodoo doll of every driver to try and get them some bad luck but Mm -hmm. yuki is doing literally everything to put that bitch in 11 yeah so you know but at the same time we've we've made not made fun of it but we've commented on with like nick devries has literally driven into the back of people's cars (laughs) (laughs) and and i get it i get it i get it that really sucks Right, but uh, man, give that per- give that person a yeah. season. Yeah, I per- agree. I, I, what What do you think? Like, I hundred percent agree. It's not like they're fighting for race wins. I mean, nothing that's that, happening back there where they're at makes any fucking difference. That's like that. That, that alone is a greater line. point. Yeah, yeah. That alone is a greater point than anything I said. Is yeah. like, bro, he's an anchor for you to instead of being ninth, being tenth. Yeah. Now, yeah, I agree. It's rough. It's rough. It's rough. But I just think in general, yeah. me personally, and, and mm-hmm. I think you agree, is like, give the person a year, man. <laughs> give Minimum the person a year. year. I mean, a Yuki's season. had three. We saw Yuki's first season. And I mean, we saw the kind of lengths that they went to to kind of, you know, get yeah. him into shape. So I do feel like Nick probably would have started to improve. It seemed like the last couple of races he was by whatever small metric <laughs> that is. Um but I also kind of, I can't help but feel like this is sort of a setup for Danny. Like, obviously now the sort of, we're starting to see the sort of like plan play out where this is triggered by Checo's underperforming. So instead of getting rid of Checo, they get rid of, you know, Nick DeFries and they put Danny in. And now Danny and Yuki are kind of like in this position where they need to prove themselves because potentially there's this Red Bull seat on the line. So mm-hmm. we've been talking about how Checo is kind of strange that nobody's talking about direct, directly replacing Checo. And now it's kind of like, okay, this is how the plan is starting to kind of fall into place. They're threatening him very, very openly now um, about your seats in jeopardy. I feel like though with Danny, and I've felt like this for a while, is just that like, I hate that he wants so bad to be in this Red Bull ecosystem because they do shit like this, where you don't really get that much of an opportunity to prove yourself, quote unquote, um, before you start getting like berated and like denigrated and shit in the media. Like, how long is it really going to be until, you know, Helmet is, is on his ass again about his performance? And with his driving style, with the car issues, you know, being what they are, I really just feel like he's going to struggle. So now you're going to have a situation where you're put in the seat to potentially, you know, uh, come into a Red Bull uh, seat, right? Potentially. Um, But if you don't perform, now you just look like even worse than when you left McLaren. Like now you definitely haven't scored any points. You maybe don't finish some races. Like you have 12 races left to prove yourself. Like, is that enough time? I don't think so. Do you? What? What so? First, I need to say something just because uh, this is the only platform that I can put my tinfoil hat on and say something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebel released a YouTube video two months ago. Hmm. The, Tiny boats. It was actually really cool, but it was because <laughs> it was. No, I'm sorry. It was really cool because it was featuring who would have guessed? Hmm. Reserve driver Danny Rick. Mm-hmm. And one AlphaTauri driver, Yuki Sonoda. Yeah. And shocker, great video. 
It's Yuki and Daddy. It's a great right. video. It's a great video. <laughs> Yuki gets pushed on the pool on the beach. He's like sharks, sharks, sharks. Great video. But right. like, I don't know why. Why are you putting out that video two months ago, Red Bull specifically, and yeah. not a a Verstappen Checo or a mm-hmm. um, Nick Yuki? Why are you mixing up your reserve driver in there? Right. Um, because I, in my experience, I haven't seen Mick Schumacher in like Mercedes content other than the one picture or when like they, he gets literally mentioned by drivers right. um, that one time. Um, so I don't know. Uh, first thing I'll say, or the, the mm-hmm. next thing I'll say is like, this will be a very interesting uh, experiment, I think. Mm-hmm. What I am interested in is this will be a good, what's more important, more years right. in Formula One and that experience or more years in the one team and the one ecosystem and the one car. By that, I mean, Yuki has been in AlphaTauri for, for three years. Danny mm-hmm. Rick has been in Formula One for more years. But who is your, you know, we're all guessing. We're, you know, like, who do you think is going to be more comfortable in that team? Danny or Yuki? I mean, just based off of experience in the car, I think it's going to be Yuki. I mean... Danny's Agreed. notoriously somebody who has a hard time adapting to cars that are decent. And this car is an actual dog. So I don't, I just really, really don't think, I don't know that Danny thought this through. I mean, in my mind, I hope that there was some kind of like montage situation where, you know, like in the action movie where like yeah. the scrawny dude like starts doing chin ups and like push ups and like by the end. Drive to survival, do it. Yeah, <laughs> but we need. I I I just I hope that Danny has put that work in to stay yeah. fit, to stay sharp, to do whatever he needs to do. Because basically, you know, Yuki is, yeah, he's driving a, a dog, but like he he has that dog in him. So I'm just sort of like, can Danny match that energy in the Alpha Tauri? I don't know, and especially like in twelve races, you know, like if he had a whole season in the car, I feel like maybe he would have. Uh, no, chance to kind of get acclimated. They don't do yeah. whole seasons <laughs> over there. Not. Whole yeah. season? No, 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 no. Yeah. So, so I don't feel like I just feel like Danny. Like I said, I just feel like it's such a setup for Danny. I don't know if he sees it like that. Maybe he does see it like that, and he's just like, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll go along with it. But I, I don't see this working out in everybody's head quite the way that mm-hmm. it's, you know, this doesn't sort of feel like that Cinderella. Yeah. This doesn't feel like that Cinderella mm-hmm. story. It really yeah. doesn't. Like, like, and it's not like you're rooting against it. It's just, it's just, what is he supposed to do in an AlphaTauri? Right. You just like, see the evidence and you just can, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you can see stuff and be like, okay, well, you can kind of like think you, this might happen. This you might, might happen. Yeah. But I feel like in this case, it's sort of like plain black and white. Like he's either really, really going to struggle or maybe he will surprise us. But <laughs> it look, I feel like he's going to struggle. So, um, yeah, best of luck to that man. That's how I feel. Um. <laughs> Here's a, a prediction, and, and I'll yeah. go first just to put my 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 hat in the ring. Um, yeah. Danny Rick will not out qualify Yuki mm. more than two times. Okay, because I, I don't I don't see it. Like it's a it's a it's a shit car, mm-hmm. and and Yuki's doing his best because of what what you said, what what we've talked mm-hmm. about, like comfort in that team, etc. Yeah, Pierre, I don't, I don't, I just don't see it. I don't, I don't see it. I don't know what's the point. And yeah. and one thing I'll say really quickly is like, I think Dan, Danny Rick had Williams, Haas, AlphaTauri, and mm-hmm. and other like 
maybe just those three teams looking for him when he mm-hmm. became a free agent. And he was like, yes. no, thank you. But now you're back in this for what? Mm-hmm. I, I, anyways. Um, Hate to see You it. know what? <laughs> we don't have to, we don't have to, we don't have to guess too much because next weekend yeah. we will have a hungry GP. And Yay. as always, Tasha and I will be here to break down qualifying and we will also be here to read your tweets if you have any predictions yes. on qualifying. Sentiment, and don't even sentiment. give us, don't even give us one through three. What do you yeah. think Yuki and Danny are going to qualify? Yeah, in? let's do even that. if you yeah. think, do you think Danny's gonna? <laughs> you don't even have to give us numbers. Just let us know. Like, do you think Danny's gonna beat Yuki in Hungary yeah. qualifying? And and we'll read out those tweets. Um, yeah. I am very very excited to to do this show with you, Tasha, and with Chris Same. on our bye weeks as well. Um, I've been enjoying this very much. Um, but. Uh, we'll see you next week. We'll see. I'm not you, Tasha, but like also you, Tasha. But like everybody, <laughs> uh, we'll be here next week. Like I said, for Hungary. Um, mm-hmm. If you're still with us, thank you so much. You can find us. Remember, at you on YouTube, Quick Stop F1. Make sure to subscribe, like, and comment on the video. Uh, like the notification bell. Even you haters, make sure to hit it, hit it, hit it, and don't quit it. So. <laughs> if you're listening on apple Podcasts, apple music spotify etc leave a review leave us your five stars make sure you download make your cousin download it i'm sorry mm-hmm. if you've lost a cousin like i've lost a cousin like checker was not my cousin anymore because he decided to stop racing pour one um, out <laughs> no i'm not gonna pour out my drink for that guy i i i i i, w- I, I, I might i might at the end of the season if this shit All keeps right, up fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I've been Mario. You can find me uh, in on Instagram, Twitter, and Threads at, at Mario underscore APM. Tasha, where can the people find you? You guys can find me on Twitter, Threads, and now Instagram at Tasha. Wait, hold yeah. up! You have a new Instagram? Yes, because I didn't want to connect my because I saw to my you. I saw you account. on the recommended, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I'm not going so to follow her. Not to follow me. Because I felt I, I was like, is this her? Is he this does? her like private? <laughs> I was like, is this her like private account? I don't no. want to be too clingy. Yeah, like we're already it's weird, on. We're, though, we're already co-hosts. Like, co-host. right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i don't want to follow her everywhere no but like, you know uh, i don't want to seem people clinky. haven't been following me be, who know me so i've been like i didn't realize that instagram has been like recommending it to people i just thought it was like yeah. my little burner account that i would have so anyway. that's why i didn't follow it because i didn't, I didn't yeah. know if i was like intervening it, it like put it, you know it's a burner account i never know although no, maybe well, now it's not considering it's public considering so you put your face well. and your name <laughs> Yeah. Maybe it's not a burner account, you know? It's not a burner account. Anyways. Now it's now it's all connected. It's all one ecosystem. <laughs> Tasha at Tasha. So yeah. Yes. Also, Chris <laughs> Tripsy on mm-hmm. Twitter and uh, Insta. Insta as well. Mm-hmm. Um thank you very much for everybody watching. Hopefully you like this. Make sure again, thank drop you. those comments. Make sure to tweet out your predictions for qualifying. And yeah, thank you very much. Tasha, thank take you us guys. away. Well, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. And remember, no matter what happens, please keep it on the black stuff. Bye. Bye.